0: Hi, this is Taylor Stuber. And this is Sean Smithgall. We are both clinical pharmacists and faculty members at Auburn University, Harrison School of Pharmacy, and we are your hosts for the Postgraduate Pharmacists.
1: We focus on all topics related to postgraduate training. From current events to advice, we bring you, the listener, up-to-date content related to postgraduate training. New episodes are released every other Monday, so don't forget to like or subscribe. You can also follow us on social media at The Postgraduate Pharmacist. So what are the benefits of attending a regional residency showcase?
0: That's the topic of today.
1: A timely topic as residency showcases will be arriving very shortly. Rightly so. Let's talk about why it's important to not overlook
0: these priceless gems. So Taylor, can you... Can you just
1: briefly explain what a showcase is? Sure. I kind of think of a residency showcase as a lot like a career fair where programs are lined up and either booths or tables or little stations, and you can just go from one program to the next as you please. Typically, you're provided some sort of map or there's a layout where you can locate programs you want to talk to, depending on the overall size of the showcase. And really what the point of these is for you to narrow down programs that you potentially wouldn't want to apply to in the future. There's over 1,500 programs in the United States, so it can be difficult to narrow down programs to apply to based on what's on their website alone. The showcase allows you to speak with current residents, maybe the residency program director, to kind of get a better understanding of how the program aligns with your personal and professional goals. This can save you a lot of money in the future through forecast by eliminating programs that really don't align with your goals prior to applying.
0: So I like that explanation. What is a regional showcase and how does it differ
1: from the national showcase at ASHP mid-year? Sure. I think a lot of states or regions have these showcases to have kind of a mini mid-year. The benefit of those and the reason that they exist is many candidates might not be able to attend mid-year based on price or distance or time of year. So this allows candidates to have something, especially if they're considering just applying locally, to have a showcase where they can just go and attend and get an idea of the programs that they want to apply to locally.
0: And often those regional ones are put on by the state's ASHP chapter,
1: right? That's how it is here in Alabama.
0: I think that's how it is in Pennsylvania. Can't really speak of other states.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think uh, a lot of states we'll put them on and they'll they'll draw even programs from neighboring states. So I know the one here in Alabama, we get programs from Tennessee, we get programs from Mississippi, from Georgia. So just because it's a, in a certain state, you should check and, and make sure and see if there's programs from neighboring states there as well. So Sean, when do regional showcases usually occur? Typically, they occur in the fall.
0: This allows the current residents to get their footing so they can field questions about the program and also gives candidates enough time to determine if they still want to attend ASHP mid-year or not. So they try to schedule them early on in like the October-November region. It's before mid-year. You're not committed to that, but you still have time to afterwards if you say, you know, I still want to go to mid-year, you have that opportunity. To find the regional showcases, they're put on by ASHP. You can look at the state's ASHP chapter to see if they've posted it. You can ask your faculty or current residents because they've either attended them themselves or they are aware of when they will occur or where they will occur. Uh, For example, in Alabama last year, ours was held on November the 5th.
1: Yeah. So I guess just anytime in the fall, just kind of be on the lookout and prepare for those at that point. But that brings me to my next question about preparation. So how should candidates prepare for these showcases? Should they be different than how they prepare for ASHP mid-year showcase? Oh, I like that comparison. I don't think so. I
0: think that's a mistake you can make is not preparing for it like you would prepare for just a general showcase. I can think of two things you can do to prepare First, prepare your list of programs. So by the time you're about to attend the showcase, you should have already started researching programs. And so if you're interested in staying in your area and you want to stay regionally, you should have looked at those programs ahead of time. As a second check you can look at the list that they release. They should release a list of the programs that are attending the regional showcase. If you wait for the list to come out, sometimes it can come out like the week before the showcase. So that might be too late and not give you enough time to properly research those programs. Second thing I can think of is practice your interview skills and questions. This is not an interview and you will not be asked situational questions like telling us the time when, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll talk about that a little more in our next episode. But you will be expected to carry the conversation. They're there to answer your questions. So you need to have those questions. Uh, My suggestion is to make a list of core questions you feel are important to you. In determining whether or not you wanna to go to a program and then add additional program specific questions you discover through your preliminary research. For example, it sounds good when you say things like, I really liked how the pharmacists at your hospital attend interprofessional seminars with the other healthcare providers. Are there opportunities for the residents to present one of these seminars? This shows that you did research and are generally enthusiastic about some of the components of the program. But don't stop there. There's a good chance the resident will ask you questions as part of the as just normal human conversation. Things like, what do you want to get out of a residency program? How are your APPE rotations going? What are you looking for specifically in a program? So you don't want to be like a deer in the headlights and just blank when they ask you just simple, non-complex questions. So I would think through some of those general Types of questions you might get, like the ones I listed, and think of what answers you'd give.
1: Yeah, I really like those answers. And I would kind of just take it a step further and say that these encounters should be normal conversations. You shouldn't be just staring down at your paper, reading off a list of your questions that you have. It's okay to have those written down and certainly refer back to those, but you want to just have a normal conversation with the residents or the program director. So just keep that in mind as you're as you're preparing questions. I like that cuz it's like they're wanting to work with you if in in the future.
0: So you 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 don't want to be a robot.
1: Yeah. And and next, I would say to avoid bragging on yourself or sounding arrogant. Now, if they ask you about something that you're doing, that's fine to talk about that, but try to avoid being arrogant and boasting about yourself, especially when there's others around you can look like you're bragging too much. You want to make sure that you're staying humble in this situation. There'll be plenty of time for you to talk about all the great things that you've done during interviews. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're having these conversations. Yeah, I agree. That can, being arrogant can definitely send a negative impression. All right. Well, before we get on to our final questions, we have to take a pause in our programming for PGP trivia. All right. All right. So first question's
0: mine. So in homage to our podcast and all the graduations taking place, I want to ask a question about graduates. So pay, pay attention to these names. Harvard University, the University of Pennsylvania, the College of William and Mary, and Johns Hopkins University all claim to be the first university in the United States. Some have even written books about why they are the first. Which of these universities... Was the first to offer both undergraduate and professional
1: education, which is the reason why they claim to be the first. Every part of me wants to say Pennsylvania, so I'm going to go with that.
0: Oh, that is that is correct, and that is my home state, the University of Pennsylvania. What all made right, you right? All what, right, where 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 did that gut feeling come from? Do you maybe, maybe you I to, maybe
1: I learned about that a long time ago and. It just kind of got stowed away, but it's making its appearance now, <laughs> just in time.
0: Just in time. So the university was established in ni- 1740, not 1940, 1740, but they established the first medical school in 1765, which they say makes them the first higher learning institution in the country.
1: That's incredible to think that they've been around that long. Yeah,
0: uh, I can't believe that either. That's the Revolutionary War right there. Wow.
1: Wow. Can you imagine being in medical school? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be stressful. All right. Well, my question is actually related to more pop culture. So your favorite. Um, (laughs) First of all, have you seen friends?
0: I have seen friends and Ashley, my wife, she just rewatched the entire,
1: I don't know what, 12 seasons or something. Yeah. Something like that. But anyways, I, I, I like friends and, I don't know if you've seen recently, Sean, but they are having a Friends reunion special on HBO Max soon. So this this question pertains to Friends in anticipation of the upcoming reunion. (laughs) So Ross Geller, our main character. Mm -hmm. Pivot. One of our main characters (laughs) and Friends. How many times did he marry and divorce on the show, Friends? Hmm. Right. There's the English girl. There
0: was uh, uh, Rachel because they got married in Vegas and then they annulled it. I don't, does an null count as a divorce? Are you counting that? Yeah, I would count. OK, that. so English girl and Rachel, I think, two.
1: I think, two. Well, I'll give you credit for this because <laughs> because you're so far behind and I don't want to go up. Any you
0: don't year. give me a, don't give me a handout. How, how far was it? Three?
1: So three times, if you count Carol, his initial wife, which I guess he was kind of divorced to when the show started. So, uh,
0: see, I couldn't but, remember
1: that far back.
0: That's but was but
1: really. I'll, I'll give you two. So, because <laughs> you got Rachel, <laughs> give that, me was, two. that was that Rachel was probably the hardest. An annulment
0: one. isn't a divorce, so I I think I
1: technically yeah. got it right. And the English girl is named Emily. Emily, FYI. Right. So we'll go ahead and give you give you credit. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> let's pivot. Uh, let's pivot back to some some more questions now. All right, in Memory so, of
1: Ross. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So let's go ahead <laughs> with this next question. Who benefits the most from attending re- regional showcases? Generally, I say the showcase is there to benefit the candidate more.
0: But, you know, if you got a small, newer program, it would serve to benefit them also because they'd be able to interview a lot of candidates in their region and most likely the candidates that are going to apply to them without having to themselves pay for travel to ASHP mid-year or things like that. I believe candidates, though, who are determined to stay local and also may have issues related to financial obligations and things like that, or are cash strapped, have the most to gain by being able to talk with multiple programs in their area, likely free of charge. Most of these uh, programs are free for students and allowing them to narrow down that list they apply to and start to build recognition with those local programs. So what are some mistakes you can make at a regional showcase?
1: I think we kind of hit on this earlier, but I think some of the mistakes really stem from the candidates not taking these, these regional showcases seriously. Like you said, I think it's important to prepare for these showcases. Now, it's not an interview like you mentioned earlier, but you still want to treat it kind of like one. So come prepared, dress as you would for an interview, have questions prepared that are not easily found on the program description or the website kind of the the usual things that you would think about. Also, I think you could consider bringing business cards just in case if you have the opportunity to exchange them with residents. It's not a necessity, but it's something that might be good to have.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I forgot to bring up the business cards earlier. I think you can order around 100 quality business cards for like less than $20 online if you do stuff like Vistaprint, who's not a sponsor yet.
1: Having business cards, I, I don't think, that doesn't mean you need to give them to everybody. Just give them when it feels natural. If they're, they're handing you their business card, you can hand one back. Have a good conversation with them and you feel like you really connect with them, then it's okay to hand it to them. Sometimes the residents' cards are just on display on the table. They might ask for your card. So, you know, just do what feels natural, I, I'd say, would be the best advice.
0: Taylor, any last minute details you want to add?
1: No, I think we've we've summarized everything pretty well and hit on all the key points. If you want to continue to hear up-to-date topics from us and our guests, please like and subscribe. Remember,
0: you can listen to us on all major podcast apps, and don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode in the description below.